everyone Thursday night nine o'clock. Look at rugby talk that matters. Off the device next to me here, and yeah, good to be with you. It's a bit of a quiet week. I was saying on Twitter that this could be one of the shortest shows we ever having, and at the moment, just the one guest, Mike Good, hoping he's going to join us. He did say he's under a bit of pressure, so I said to him he can just pop in if he can. We've got a pretty uh, straightforward weekend to talk about. We've got three Curry Cup matches. It's the final round of Curry Cup fixtures. So um, certainly plenty to play for for the for, for the teams this weekend. I look forward to seeing what Henrik thinks of that. And also, we'll also talk a bit about Rugby Championship because that's back on, of course, and we've got some outright betting to talk about. While Henrik introduces himself and uh, tells us what he's been doing with his week, uh, I'm just going to bring Mike into the studio. How are you, Henrik? Good to see you, mate. Hi, Brent. Yeah, nice to be back. Um, I had a good weekend last uh, weekend um like i said last thursday the curry cup hasn't been that good to me this year um but with the um lack of rugby last weekend i i got involved and yeah it was a good weekend um, finished off brilliantly by the greek was beating the Pro uh, western province um i enjoyed that real uh, a lot um, i enjoyed the physicality of the greek West and they were brilliant eh? so yeah i enjoyed that they certainly were. They were excellent. And uh, welcome also to the guys joining us in the live chat. Wager Warlock and Kevin commenting there already. Look forward to your contributions, guys, during the show. Let us know what you fancy. And then Mike, good. Mike, thanks for joining us. I know you're under a bit of pressure today and this evening, but good to have you on the show to talk about a Curry Cup rugby. Yeah, thanks, Brent Shot, for having me. Had the first Pfizer jab today. So okay. I don't pass out during the show, but I've got a vodka near me, so it should be all right. At least your Wi-Fi signal should be strong. Or your 5G, yeah. should I say. <laughs> no, excellent. Well, okay. So, yeah, hopefully we're heading to some sort of normality. I was just telling um, Henrik, I watched my son run athletics today, but I couldn't watch in the school. I had to stand outside the fence and sort of watch over the fence. I mean, it's absolutely, absolutely crazy. crazy. But, you know, the kids have had yeah. so, so little sport to play that I just thought to myself, there's no ways I'm going to miss out on, on what, what, what sport he's got. He's only got a couple of years left of 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 school now so i've got to see as much as i can and yeah just uh, i know a lot of the matrics are finished up now but they've had two years without sport basically it's really been pretty sad but we won't harp on the negative yeah. stuff let's first of all uh, well Edric, i tell you what i'm going to talk rugby championships at the end because i know yeah. i do want to get your opinion on the new zealand coaching appointment there i know you were quite vocal with that on twitter you're pretty excited about that one but let's start off with it with the curry cup and Henrik, i'll start with you i've got the curry cup outright odds scrolling down below We've got the Bulls at four to ten, the Sharks twenty-two to ten, and then a massive gap. Western Province eighteen to one, Crick was twenty-five to one, and Pumas thirty-three to one. Is it a two-horse race, as the bookie suggests? Uh, Brent, just before I touch on the the Gary Cup, um, on that uh, you you said now about the spectators at the Athletics. I watched a bit of the cricket um, going on at the Edingley between um, India and, and um, England. And I just told my wife earlier this evening, just have a look at this. The guys in the crowd drinking beer um, and everybody just without masks and um, yeah, dressed up and stuff. So, yeah, and, and in South Africa, people are afraid of the, the vaccine. I, I can't understand it. Um, so, yeah, I, I just hope we can get back to some normality. I can take my five-year-old to some games. So, yeah, I hope we can get back to it but yeah under curry cup outright i think um it's pretty well priced up i can't see in any value um um you, you might think the sharks might be value but i think it's a one horse race i don't even think it's a two horse race the bulls are going to win the curry cup 
I'm not going to get involved because I'm not going to back um, them at four to ten outright. Um, but I can't see anybody challenging them. I hope the, the Greek was Pumas makes the playoff uh, playoffs because that would be great. But on the outright, I'm not going to get involved. I don't see any value there. Yeah, and a fair comment there, I think. And, and Mark, I'll get get your opinion on that. I must say about probably about six matches ago, there was the the, the Bulls went like twelve to ten, and I remember thinking. Now's the time to climb on board. And then I think the Sharks missed a match because of COVID and immediately their, their price. And, you know, and since then, the price has shortened each week. But, Mike, any, any, any way you can see the Bulls getting beaten in this Curry Cup? Um, I can. I think the Sharks have found a new lease on life there with Lionel Cunier at 10 and Butter Chamberlain as a backup. And I think Sean Everett's selection this weekend made it quite clear that he doesn't see Bosch as a, as a 10 going into the playoffs. Um, I mean... It's it's going to have to take a big effort from them, um, from the Sharks. But I, I do I, I can see them getting through the playoffs. But at the moment, the Curry Cup's been hit and miss. It's like betting on cricket um, in terms of results. Just with um, the the Pumas and the Greek was playing good ruggers. I I'm not a big fan of um, tournament betting. I try tournament betting. I I stick to the games. There's just too much that can happen, you know. Um, and I mean, if you're a good if if you like your form reading. To, to read into form for a full season, so much can change. You know, there's injuries, there's suspensions. Every now and again, there's a coach change. There's COVID, so sometimes coaches aren't available there. So there's a lot of different factors involved. So I'm not a – like now more than ever, but, um, yeah, the longest I'm willing to wait for a bet is a four-day golf tournament. I've actually got the FedEx Cup in the background here. Okay, who have you backed this week? Uh, who, 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 I haven't who, who, gone. I'm just I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna see who uh, who looks good on the week. It looks like a, a tricky track, so I think ball strikers will do well, yeah. Um, but also the rough's quite thick around the green, so I think you're gonna have to have um, a good short game. Uh, but I mean, again, you've got such quality across the field. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Finals up there again, um, just because purely because he's got that monkey off his back and pulls the win. Uh, so we were talking about potentially backing him. It's such a strong field, difficult, difficult takes. I'll see you. I'll see you stands out. Excellent. Well, let us know over the over the weekend there as well. Let's start with you then on the first game. And, and the first question I've got for you before we look at the betting: Do you know what stadium that is in the background um, on, on the show? Yeah, the, the color of the grass will give you a clue. Yeah, it's uh, it's called the concrete pitch <laughs> in Kim- <laughs> the the, the Tafelaga Kimberley pitch. Um, That's it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the Greek was are, are always good at home. Um, as we know, they've they've shown that over the years, even when Curry Cup was at full strength and not diluted like it is now. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this game um, because I, I, I'm quite stoked for both the unions because they've gone through some tough times, and it's nice to see them uh, competing in a Curry Cup. And I think they're well worth what they've done up to this point. Um, I was looking at this game, and I, it's so tricky with the Greekers and the Pumas, but I find with the Pumas, the Greekers are almost like a bit of a bogey team for them. The Pumas can pitch up with big sides, but I, uh, yeah, the Greekers just to me, that, that spread looks good value for me on the minus there. Um, I think George Whitehead's a massive uh, factor for me in that decision because um, I don't rate the Pumas 10. Uh, I think his name's Fischer. Um He's not my favorite. They've, they've got a couple of game breakers, uh, like Devin Williams at the back and um, one or two good uh, players in the pack. But for me, I just think the Greekers will be too good. That back line's super good. When, uh, and, uh, I mean, Funamurva over the ball, he's going to disrupt the Pumas all day. 
And I think they're just going to take the ball too far behind the line. And too often they have isolated runners where, where I think Fundamur is going to have a field day. So for me, I'm on the minus there. On the minus hand, let's go to you on that one. I'll come back and we don't have a points line, but I just want to talk about that angle a little bit as well. First up, Henrik, do we know who's refing this game? I haven't seen it yet. Yes, Jadiswini. Um, so overweight Jadiswini is refing here. So that, that's a problem for anybody um, looking at over, any overs bets or points and stuff. So, yeah. Um, interesting, Mike, that you don't um, write, um, that you don't write Eddie Fischer because I quite like him. Um, I've actually gone as far as saying you won't let a box team down. So I quite like him actually at 10. Um, but I, yeah, I like um, the Greek West 10 as well. But yeah, like you said, Greek West, they've been great. But both these teams, um, they've got great um, packs of forwards and they're very physical. Um, of all the, 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 the teams in the Curry Cup, this is probably the two most physical teams. Um, and yeah, like you said, uh, Gideon van Merwe, he's, he's a great flank. And then Sergio, uh, what, no, got his name, um, the other, other flank of Greek was, he's great as well. I'm, I'm a big fan of both the flankers. Um, so yeah, I, 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 you're probably right in saying the minus is the way to go here, but I'm going to say out of the handicap, um, I think the points is the way to go here. And I, I think, um, we might have an unders game here, even though it will be an afternoon game at, at um, Kimberley. You you would think that uh, there should be points, but um, with Jadiswini as the ref, um, I, I write him as an unders ref, but even ref aside, I, I would just with what's on the line for both these teams, yeah. I think this is the way to go here, and especially unders on tries. So you you would be, I would hope for an under eight and a half tries, but probably a bit greedy there. So under seven and a half tries, total tries, I think that's the way to go here because both teams taking like taking the three pointers. They've got um, good kickers. Um, so yeah, I think under this game, I'm going to stay out of the handicap here. But yeah, this is not a game that I'm going to get too involved in. I, this is going to be a great game. This is the game of the weekend. It's the best of the three games. Um, but I think, yeah, unless on total tries, yeah, that's a bit. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. we don't have points lines, but I'll, and, and, uh, I'm just going to throw one out there. And, and then, uh, Mark, I'd like to get your comment on as well. I'm going to put a points line here of 63 and a half and over under seven and a half tries, Mike. If, if that's the line, what are you thinking? Yeah, so I'm not, uh, Henry, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you, you're a, a strong unders punter. You love, you love collapse scrums and. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I think just what's on the line, I agree with you. I'm, I'm actually more of an overs punter. This Curry Cup, I've, I've made a lot of money on overs. I'm sure. Um, last weekend was kind of one of my worst weekends. But for the most part, I made good ammo on that because I feel like the defences have been terrible. But I just think what, what's on the line here, yeah, I definitely like an unders punt. I'd probably go unders total um, just because... Uh, instead of tries, just because if the, if one team does run away with it slightly, another team's going to have to chase, which means, you know, tries will, will come into the mix. And these teams, can, I mean, I think the Pumas, I stand to be corrected, but I think they've got the least tries scored against them in the Curry Cup, if I'm not mistaken. They've got one of the best defensive records, and the Greek was are probably up there with one of the higher try scoring teams. And it's a false pitch, as you know. So, 
Yeah, I, I'd go. I'd go unders total. Yeah, if if I'm if I'm choosing one of those, and I might have a play there, but for me, I'm I'm still also quite keen on the minus. Quite keen on the minus, Henry. Just to come in, there, it's interesting what what Mark says because there's two ways of looking at it. Of course, is if you if you think the teams if it's you think it's going to be a fairly close match, you know the team's going to be going for points all the time. Sure. Then you'll rather go. Your best bet might then be the unders tries, but um, yeah, if, if as he says, if it's going to open up and that sort of stuff. You, 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 you know, then you're probably just better off on the on the points. So I guess it's all going to depend on, on what quote we get. What do you think of my quotes there of 63 and a half? Do you think we're going to get that or lower, higher? Yeah, Brent, also, um, if it happens, like Mark said, one of the teams runs away with it, uh, or, or they have, as a good first off, you can also see that team parking the bus a bit, um, being more defensive and, and just making sure they win the game. So, I like Unders very much, and this is one of my strongest fancies of, of all three games on the Unders on this bet. Um, yeah, I think you, you're pretty close probably with 63 and a half and 7 and a half uh, tries. I'll fancy the Unders on tries more than the 63 and a half. Um, but yeah, that's probably close. I, I would be very happy to get anything over 60 here. Um, yeah. And I think um, the bookies might take into account that most people. Um, would will probably think that you should get uh, points from both both these teams, but just with what's on the line and with Judas Weenie as the ref, um, I think the unders is surely the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think good points. I think I can't remember who they played a few weeks ago. Griquas were well clear at halftime, and people were talking about overs. And I, I I remember going unders there at a really high quote because you know once once a team's got the job done, they also sometimes like to just close it out, and that often happens in what we could effectively call a playoff game here as well. But Henrik, let's stay with you for the next game. We've got the Bulls here against the Cheetahs. I did cap this game at 15 and a half, but I've made the point that team selections and that would be interesting. We've got the Bulls at minus 14 and a half at home to the Cheetahs. Now, Brent, I haven't, I haven't seen the teams for this one. Um, I suspect that the Bulls will probably pick their best team uh, because they need two points to go top of the lock. Um, and I can, even if they don't pick the best team, um, the, the Cheetahs don't have anything to play for. And um, at Loftus, I can see the, the Bulls running away here. So, yeah, the minus is the way to go here. I, I would be very surprised if the um, Bulls don't win with, um, if they win with less than two converted tries. So I can see, see them winning by 20 plus. Um, and yeah, um, who's the ref? Oya Jakob is the ref here. Yeah. Not a, I, I don't have a, a firm view on him, but he's definitely not an overs ref. Um, but yeah, I, I think maybe unders, unders on um, the Cheetahs points, if it's mid 20s or, or low low 20s even as well. Um, so I'm not sure about, the, I, I'm less confident on the points here, but I like the, the minus here. I think the minus is the way to go. Um, Oh, Mike's disappeared there, so I'm probably keep going here for you. Um, no, but, that's yeah. fine. Uh, um, yeah, it looks yeah. like he's, he's disappeared. I, I guess I'll give you my opinion on this game as well. I, mm. I think so far we're singing very much from the same hymn sheet, but a bet I don't like that much, Henrik, but the, the one that might appeal to me in this particular game is the Bulls' halftime handicap, which I'd imagine you'd get minus six and a half, minus seven and a half on the Bulls' halftime handicap. And my logic there is exactly what you said at the start. The Bulls are going to want to secure those those points. I look at, I, and I haven't seen the teams yet either, but I look at this and I just go, you know, if the Bulls put their mind to this, obviously it's one-way traffic. But I think they're going to, they may slack off in the second half, but I think uh, the Bulls maybe on the half-time or perhaps half-time points here 
could be the way to go. What do you think of that strategy? Yeah, Brent, I struggle with half-time caps. Eh? Me, me too, I, me too. I, I always get it wrong. If I go minus or plus, it doesn't matter. I always seem to get it wrong. And even half-time, full-time, like if it, if if I like a team that's like 4 to 10 to win the game and I'd rather go for the 8 to 10 or 9 to 10 half-time, full-time for the favourite, I always seem to get it wrong. The team, uh, they don't lead it half-time and they win easily at the end. Yeah, so half-time bits... You're, you're sure, right. Sure, Nicholas enjoys those half-time bets. Yeah, I broke does. the mold last week. I had I had a double ending on the Sharks minus five and a half against the Lions, and okay. I was driving somewhere. I was actually in an Uber, but the vehicle had no signal. And I, <laughs> I know the game started off nil-nil to say the twenty-third minute, but I was in about the thirty-third minute, and it was still showing nil-nil, and I was panicking. And I arrived at the with the poker game that I was going to, and the Sharks were scoring their third try. So broke the mold there a little bit. But Mike's back with us there. Uh, Mike, what do you think of this game? It's, I mean, it's, cheaters are gone. They're out of it. The Bulls are guaranteed top of the log. And as Oracle would say, I don't even think he'd call this a half-dead rubber. It's, it's a proper dead rubber. I mean, the Bulls do need their two points just to make sure of the top mm -hmm. spot. Yeah, I'm very strong in the minus here, Brent. Um, I just think the Bulls will be clinical initially just to make sure they're sort of where they need to be and get their, their practice in for playoffs. And I just see them sort of creeping away from the cheaters and i know what the cheaters are like when they start chasing games they make a lot of errors and i think the clinical nature of the bulls will be too strong for them so i kind of see it them just building a lead as they go along and i think they're the 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 forward pack of the bulls is so well drilled that i don't think the cheaters are going to be able to deal with their rolling more i think they're going to battle in the scrums as well um so from a set-piece perspective, they will, I think the Cheetahs are really going to bat on. I just see the Bills being far too good, yeah. Um, I was surprised to see this this line, to be honest with you. The Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see any reason not to go minus here. I've racked my brain as to what the cons are, and uh, yeah, I can't come up with much, eh? Yeah, I must say, when I handicapped this game at minus 15 and a half, I mistakenly thought the Cheetahs, I was looking at the log wrong, I mistakenly thought the Cheetahs could still qualify I think it was if, uh, you know, I can't remember who had to win out of the Pumas brick. But anyway, I was wrong. And I still even then kept it at 15 and a half. So if, if, I'm very much leaning towards you there on the minus as well. I think the Bulls could really run away with this one and win it convincingly. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting, I guess, to have a look at the teams. Total points here in this game. I've got a feeling, Hendrik, that they're going to price this one up quite high. I think we're going to see a line here of 67 and a half, somewhere around there. What are your What are your thoughts? Aya Jakobs, you reckon we got unders? Yeah, under ref, uh, um, in my opinion, a bit um, like I said, not not too firm on him. Um, but yeah, so sixty-seven and a half uh, with that points line, you will probably get um, Cheetah's points in the mid twenties, right, Brent? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, back under, I, I well, stuff. Eh? Probably just, about 26, 27 yeah. now. And, and the thing is, if the if the Bulls take their foot off the gas in the second half and they've got the bonus point and stuff and it looks like they're going to win, you probably might be in trouble a bit taking unders any on the Cheetahs here. So I'll probably say out of points here, or if I bet it was a small one, but yeah, my feeling is unders on Cheetahs points. But but yeah, in this Curry Cup, you, you, it, it's tough going unders on a game like this. So, yeah, I've, I haven't got a strong feeling on the points here, Brent. Right. Well, let's uh, go to Mike for the next game. And that's the final game of the weekend. This is an interesting one. I think I priced this Sharks minus nine and a half. Bookies opened up minus 11 and a half. There's been solid support for Western Province. 
The reason for that, of course, is the fact that Western Province uh, do have their fate in their own hands. If they win the game, pretty much they go through to the, the playoffs. But, of course, the Sharks have been, have been playing some good rugby. They've named a strong team. Mike, what do you think of this one? Sharks minus eight and a half. You're going to go against the money that's coming for Province, or, or are you a bit wary of the fact that there's probably nothing for the Sharks to play for unless the Bulls slip up against the Cheetahs? Yeah, so I think I think the Sharks I think the Sharks might cover that spread, but I looked at the province side and I think a massive change that they've made for me personally is um, they've they've slotted Dion Ferry into flank, which I think's been a long time coming. I mean that he's been brilliant off the bench, and I don't know why he hasn't started sooner. And they've put Johanna Toy, who hasn't been great for me at flank. He's not one of my favourite players, um, and they put him at uh, tight end lock. So. For me, I think Province might, and they love coming to Durban to surprise us. That's one of their favourite tricks. But I, I, I don't see value in this game. Um, I'm probably going to look for an in-running bet, just because purely because of that Dion Ferry change. Um, and I think they brought in Hachiba Diamani at eight as well, which is going to be interesting because he's quite a dynamic player. Um, I'm, I'm worried about Kerwin at 15 because um, he hasn't played for a while. So I'll I'll just see how the game goes. I've got absolutely no value bets here that are that that stick out for me. Right, Henrik, let's go to you. I so saw Western Province, of course, Rose is out again, uh, evidently carrying a bit of an injury. But you mentioned it earlier as well. Uh, Warwick Kalant is, is is not playing. I don't think in this one. And to me, he makes that Western Province backline. He's just got that knack of putting people into space at perfect timing. What do you what do you reckon about this one? I know the general sentiment amongst the punters and Neil thoughts on sports is quite bullish on. On the on the province plus but i'm a bit worried about it yeah brent i got onto the province plus 10 and off early in the week um when it came out and i'm i'm very confident on on western province and plus here um but yeah when the teams came out today i i yeah it wasn't good news for me in the sense that Ruiz isn't playing and Holland isn't playing i love work yeah. i'm a massive fan of his He's a great playmaker. He's like an extra um, fly-off for you in the back line. And he, he's brilliant under high ball. He's got a great rugby brain and he reads the game so well. So I, I'm a big fan of, of Galant. And yeah, Ruiz, he's just a machine. I know you like him as well. And he gets over the advantage lines so well. So I like Dion Furi. I'm, I'm a fan of his. I don't like um, Diamani, Achiba Diamani. I don't rate him at all. Um, I was I didn't like when Western Province bought him from the Lions, so I, I don't like him at eight. Um, I would much rather add um, Evan Ruiz there. Um, and you understood, yeah, yeah. Like uh, like Mike said, he's been crap in my opinion. He he, he plays on his brother's name, and yeah, now that he's been shifted to to lock, I would much rather add um, JD Chickling there. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure how he's going to go at lock, but but I'm still happy to be on on the um, province plus just because I think the Bulls will uh, make sure of um, top spot on the lock before this game, and I just think the the Sharks players' mind uh, mindset will be like we've already we we can't get top spots, we can't lose second spot, so they haven't got a lot of, lot to play for, and the Western Province will really want to win this game. To um to make sure they qualify, so yeah, I won't be surprised if Western Province win this. So on pl plus eight and a half, I'm still very happy to go on the plus. Yeah, I, I can see um, the Sharks not taking this too seriously or playing all out. So I'm I'm of all the handicaps um 
over the three games, I'm yeah, I, I'm most confident on the plus here. Even though I like the Bulls minus as well, I like this um, province plus more. Just I see Conductor was in the live chat there watching on Twitter, and he said, whether in Durban looks terrible, and then underneath he said, that means we're going to get points. And I mean, you and August, I have seen yeah. it many a time Lots of points where then. it's actually rained in Durban. Yes. And Durban, we all know when it's hot and muggy, the guys struggle to score points. You put you have rain and all of a sudden the points flow. So you, I, I guess you're going to be treating the points line with a bit of uh, caution. Yeah, it, I hope the bookmakers think points will be under when they see the rain. I actually checked the, the weather report for Durban this morning as well. And it looks like there will be rain the whole day and even with, uh, with the game going. So if I can get a points line of mid to late forties, I will be on overs here. Um, I've been, I've seen it over my years of punting in Durban. If it rains, you go overs. You don't go unders. And especially with Morris van der Westhuizen being the ref here, he's the ultimate overs ref. Um, so yeah, I, I hope the, the points line is all right, and I'll I'll go overs here. We've, uh, what are we've your got thoughts, a, we've got a big cold. Yeah, so I was just saying we've got a big cold front coming in, but I'll confirm the weather for the boys in the group uh, Saturday morning just uh, to let them know where it's at. But yeah, I, I agree with the with the overs because I think Province are going to come out hot, and I just think with the Sharks where they're at, they like they are very much a momentum side. So when they're going the right way, they're going the right way. So I think it's going to be a it, it will be a close game, and I agree. Evan Ruiz is a big miss. I, I, I've actually failed to mention that, but. He's massive for their go forward. So, yeah, let's see how we go. But, yeah, for me, I'm going to wait for a bit of in running value. Yeah, I think I'm going to look at the points line in this game. I, I must admit, initially, my initial thoughts were Western Province, but having seen the team, I, I'm starting to think that the Sharks might do the business. And I'm, I hear what Hendrik's saying, and I, I tend to agree as well. You know, they're, they're not going to be up for it like as if it's a final. But this Western Province team has just flopped on so many occasions this season that I'd just struggle to back them with, with any confidence. Yeah. So, Anyway, a little bit of a divided there. But guys, uh, we only got three games to talk about tonight. But before we get into the into the best bets, let's just have a look. I bought the Rugby Championship outright betting scrolling down below there. And Mike, just to get your thoughts, perhaps not necessarily even on the outright betting, but just the fact that the Rugby Championship's back on uh, which games you're looking forward to. And, and if you do think there's any betting value there. Um, yeah, so I can't wait for South Africa and New Zealand. Um, I just think it's going to be a, a true test. I see that the All Blacks have flown to Perth without a couple of key players. Um, you know, it was Aaron Smith, Mwanga and Whitelock. So it's going to be interesting to see how they line up. But, you know, I mean, maybe I'm going against what I've just previously said about the tournament betting, but I like our, our value there. I actually, I haven't even looked at that tournament value, but at 21 to 10, that's definitely something to look at um, in terms of the, the rugby championship. So, yeah, I think... I'll consider that one. Um, and yeah, I just think, I don't know, the, the way we're playing at the moment currently, and I, I read a, a few comments from Conrad Smith, I think it was this week, um, in the media, and he was just saying like the, the guy, that there's nothing wrong with the way we play because I know we've, we've come under a lot of criticism with our, with our sort of dull game plan and just sticking to our strengths. And he said... Um, I think he actually mentioned that he's he's most worried about us, which I mean you don't have to be a rocket scientist to to come up with that theory. But at the same time, you know you've got a, an ex All Black All Star like that, Conrad Smith, talking about us in a half fashion like that. And I don't I don't think New Zealand are where they should be. I just just from what I've seen from them, they they make a lot more errors than they usually seem to make. And I think we'll muscle them in contact, 
and they they sort of I know they they, they could beat us out wide, but I think we'll put a lot of pressure on them in the in the physical battles. And I, uh, yeah, for me, I, I like that twenty one to ten. I've just seen it now. Yeah, interesting. Look, Hendrik, you and I have spoken about the outright, and I know you on South Africa. I think you got on at five to two, and you got on the promo at one of the bookies there, if I remember correctly, at about four to one. But for me, all the news that sort of flowed through leans towards South Africa. And I also quite agree with Mark. I think the 21 to 10 is still a good price. You know, New Zealand missing a couple. We're playing them ultimately on neutral territory now. We're not even playing them in New Zealand as was planned. And I certainly wouldn't be backing New Zealand at 9 to 20, possibly South Africa. So I'm going to lead you in to that. And you can give, give an opinion there. But also just the fact that the big news, of course, breaking was that Foster has now been had his uh, tenure extended. As, uh, as New Zealand coach until after the World Cup. And I know you met that with, with uh, well, you were very happy to hear that news. Yeah, Brent, I would have liked um, New Zealand to be at full strength, not missing any players and playing in New Zealand against the box because we would have, and I, I would have liked to play them two games there. We'd have, we'd have beat them both times in New Zealand at full strength. I'm very, very confident on a box beating the rugby, uh, winning the rugby championship. 21 to 10 is a crazy price on the box. Um, before the rugby championship started, um, I, I hope to get 15 to 10 on the box. So with the box winning the first two games, um, and New Zealand, yeah, they, they, they won by a lot of points against Australia in the second test, but they struggled a bit early in that test as well. Um, so yeah, I think box will win. I like that 21 to 10 is a big price in my opinion. Um, so, well, I've, I've got money down on them already, um, but I would advise anyone to get on that. If, if you want, want, and, uh, want uh, to have a bet on the outright, um, 9 to 20 on New Zealand, I wouldn't, wouldn't touch that. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the handicap will be on Australia and New Zealand for the 5th of September, the Sunday game um, in Perth. That's been confirmed today. Um, I there was betting for this game and then obviously New Zealand pulled out with the traveling and stuff. Um, and at, when it came out, it was about 22 and a half plus for, for Australia in Australia, in Perth. Oh, that, that's a massive handicap for Australia in Australia. So if it comes out round about there, I would be all over Australia. Um, and I would take Australia to win the game at the best price I can get on them. I think they've got a real chance of, of beating New Zealand in Australia. Um, yeah, and then New Zealand get, get um, Argentina. So, yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, on Ian Foster being, his contract being extended until the next World Cup. Yeah, that's great news for anybody playing against um, New Zealand because I don't rate him. I've been very vocal on that. Um, yeah, New Zealand can do so much better. They've got much better coaches. His track record shows that he, he hasn't been that good um, when he coached the Chiefs. And uh, I, I don't like him. I don't like his style of coaching. And I think it's uh, New Zealand, uh, they are in for a, a tough two and a half years to come until the next World Cup. Well, interesting to see if our prophecy is correct. I'm very much in your camp there, Henrik, as well. Mike, anything else from you before we move on to our best bets? Yeah, just also, I agree with you, Henrik, with uh, Foster as a coach. And I, f I feel like um, uh, Dave Rennie is actually the right shot there at, um, in Australia. I rate him very highly as a coach. He was largely due to the success the Lions had with um, Ackerman. I know Ackerman used him as a sort of as a brains trust and picked, uh, picked his intelligence quite a lot throughout that Lions transition. And 
what he did with the Chiefs as well. He didn't have a superstar team. Um, he had a couple of really good players, but yeah, I, I like him as a coach. I feel like <laughs> having um, having him against them was is crazy, and you you going and extending Forster's contract, so it makes no sense. Right, let's get into our best bets, and just to mention that mine will be coming out um, on the uh, betting mailer, and you can uh, get a subscription link down to that below. Uh, last week we got back on a winning track. We had a bit of a poor week the week before, but it was last week was Sharks minus nine and a half against the Lions. Absolutely trotted up. We didn't hit the double figure acker, so hoping to put that right tomorrow. But let's start with you then, Henrik, your best bet of the weekend, please. Uh, Brent, on the handicaps, uh, like I said, after three, I like uh, Western Province plus the most, and I won't be surprised if Western Province win that game. But I like the unders in Kimberley stronger. Um, unders on total points, if, if you prefer the points, uh, I think under seven and a half tries, that's my best bet in Kimberley. Right, well, Ben joining us late and also was saying, what do you guys think about the unders? And just confirm with him that we're very much aligned there. Mike, your, your best bet of the weekend and uh, your, your either handicap or points, although we don't have lines, we can speculate. Yeah, so so I'm I'm definitely very strong in the Bulls minus, that's for, for certain. And then I might even look at a Bulls total over points, just just purely purely on the Bulls. I don't know what that line's going to release at. Um because, yeah, I mean, look, the, the Cheetahs, one thing you can say about the Cheetahs is they are a side that can score a lot of points quite quickly if, they, if they're if they in that sort of mood. So I might, I might do a double up there and take the Bulls on the minus and take the Bulls total overs points just in case the Cheetahs do show up on the day, which I think is unlikely. But, yeah, that's sort of where I see it. Um, and then just interestingly enough, um, I, I saw a bit of value. At, I mean, I'm not a... A specialist in this um, market, but um, just in the Pro D2, uh, let me just get the points line up here. So there was, I think, a bit of value for um, Carcassonne in the Pro D2 versus Normandy. Um, that spread lines at minus nine and a half, and Carcassonne at home. Um, there are, there are, uh, as far as I know, a better funded side than Normandy, with um, with bigger ambitions and. They've spent a lot more time in the Pro D2. I like them um, as a on the minus there in the Pro D2 because there's not much rugby this weekend. So I was just having a look at the at those different sort of leagues, and um, I quite like them. And then I saw the Grenoble ONA game. Initially, I thought um, Grenoble might be a bit of value there, but it seems to be always a close contest between the two. So I'm going to leave that one out. But I like Corcassonne on the minus. Brent, I hadn't really heard much Brent, about that league. Sorry. sorry, sorry. Brent, I just like your opinion on that game, um, like just talked about. <laughs> yeah, no, no chance. I was just going to say, Henrik, it's a funny. I haven't heard about. I mean, I've obviously, you know, when you scan the betting, you see the, you see the league come up there on, on on the betting and that. But I haven't heard about this league. No one's ever talked about this league. But have one weekend where there's not a lot of rugby, and suddenly I know lots of guys talking about the <laughs> the Pro D two. So. <laughs> Amazing what a weekend without good rugby can do. There's one question I want to ask each of you guys before we finish, Mike, and I'll start with you. Obviously, we've got the um, the European League starting up soon. What's your favourite league? Let's just say, if I could say your favourite league to watch or your, your favourite league to bet on, what, what do you look forward to the most? Premiership. English Premiership. Premiership. Not even a question. Yeah. Now, if you told me that a few years ago, I'd have said you were mad. But I tell you what, that premiership yeah. is bloody brilliant rugby to watch. I, I absolutely love it, especially now. Awesome. I think that they've got all these synthetic pitches and stuff like that. It means it's not as reliant on, on conditions. And certainly when they play, you know, in the sort of spring, well, in, in the sort of 
decent weather. It's, it's great to watch. And Henrik, let me ask you, I think in the past you probably would have said the Curry Cup, but maybe after this year you, you can go somewhere else. Uh, Brent, um, with you guys talking about the Premiership, um, the, the last two years the pre Premiership has been quite high scoring, so I don't like that um, because I don't like the high scoring games. Um, but and, and I don't have enough knowledge of it. I don't follow it closely enough, but I know most guys love the Premiership and it's it's good to watch. Um, but to bet on, I, I can't get it right. I'm, I'm terrible at it. Um, so I, I try and when I'm bored on a Sunday and I, I want to have a bet, I, I try and follow the, the right guys because there are certain guys that's very good at it that you can follow on Twitter and guys that's on the show. And there's um, one of him um, now, the conductor. He loves his European football. Yeah, he and uh, Neil good. as well. Yes, um, they are quite good at it. Um, and yeah, the Curry Cup used to be my favorite. Look, look, the World Cup is. I, I wish we could oh, yeah, have yeah. the World Cup every year because the World Cup is a cash cow. I, I <laughs> kill it on the World Cup, and most of us kill it on the World Cup. It's just, yeah, there's so many games, there's so much value. The World Cup is the best, but yeah, um, every year tournaments, at, probably NPC, my favorite. I, I do quite well in New Zealand um, provincial championships, so yeah. With the Curry Cup not being that good to me of the past couple of years, um, yeah, I'd say the NPC is my best. Excellent, Henrik. Thanks very much. Great having you on the show. And Mark, thanks a lot. Hope you punt a winner in the golf. Pop me a WhatsApp there, and I'll probably follow you on that one. I like to watch golf Saturday and Sunday, especially these FedEx, FedEx yeah. Cup players. Do you think we like betting? <laughs> no, yeah, I, just, I mean, no, I, I knew you were when you started talking about the. The pro D two, then I knew you were a definite victim, just like <laughs> just, just like myself. And thanks to all the the guys who joined us in the live chat. It was a short and sweet. Well, not that short, really, considering we only chatted about three games. But we managed to get through it in well under the usual hour. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, subscribe down to the new to the newsletter. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for the handicap rugby chat that matters, where we'll start talking a lot more rugby championship. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Thanks, guys. Yes.